Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 84, days 10 and 11 of our continuing coronavirus uh, podcast series. Uh, this is supposed to be daily. I wanted to kind of reset and go back to starting at the uh, kind of about midnight when these podcast episodes release. So it's kind of been a day and a half since the last one. So this is going to be days 10 and 11 in one podcast. So it's a magical combo here. But uh, we're going to talk about a serious topic here today, of course, with this coronavirus situation. Before we get into everything today, I want to remind you, as always, you are absolutely priceless and you are never alone. What do we mean by that when we say you are priceless? Well, it's part of the reason we're all doing all this social distancing and stuff. Each and every individual in this world matters. We don't all always treat each other that way or think of each other in those terms, but it's a fact. Uh, we're all irreplaceable. We're all one of a kind. Even if you're an identical twin or triplet or something like that, you're still one of a kind as an individual. I've known some of these people who are identical. I'm not one of them. Uh, but you are absolutely priceless. The riches are found in you. Let's not put our hearts and all the stuff in the in the world around us. Uh, now more than ever is maybe an easier time to maybe forcibly disconnect from some things that may have been uh, more important to us in the past that are fleeting, meaningless things in the end. Uh, we're going to talk more about everything with this uh, virus situation and stuff. Uh, as always, I kind of want to talk up front about some of the developing numbers here. And these numbers are constantly changing and, and mostly going up uh, as of now. We should be reaching some peak numbers here soon and then hopefully uh, start to kind of come down the other side of this uh, this curve, so to speak. But as it stands now, over 722,000 confirmed cases in the world of the coronavirus, uh, 33,983, so almost 34,000 uh, deaths from that, and uh, 151,793 have recovered. So those are good numbers as well. Keep in mind, 97,000 of these cases plus have been confirmed in Italy, and over 10,000, almost 11,000 of these deaths so far have occurred in Italy, which is over 10%, uh, oddly enough. Most of the general consensus throughout the rest of the world is about 3 to 4% as a mortality rate here, and there's been some comparisons start to come up between the swine flu epidemic and politicizing all that about President Obama and President Trump and this and that. And uh, I don't want to get into that whole debate, but I do want to get into the numbers related to that. There were about 60 million people infected with the swine flu in the United States alone back in uh, 2009, I believe. And what that uh, amounted to ultimately is just over 12,000 deaths uh, also out of the United States. Now, comparatively speaking, we talk about these numbers, uh, 3 to 4% being the general number throughout the world, over 10% in Italy. Now, if we had 60 million people infected with the coronavirus, think about this. If you do the math, and I'm kind of a numbers guy, 1% uh, of that would be uh, 600,000. 3% would be 1.8 million. Uh, and if it was all the way up to 10% of people dying, that would be over 6 million people. These are some of the reasons we're doing what we're doing, keeping our social distance and so on, somewhat secluded and in a quote-unquote quarantine of sorts uh, with our families and so on. If you go out and party and go to the beach and someone brings home this virus, uh, you could literally be a catalyst in, in killing someone, so to speak. So keep all these numbers in mind. One of the biggest differences between the swine flu or the common seasonal flu that comes each year uh, and the coronavirus is this mortality rate. 
Okay, so we can talk about this many thousands and this many millions of this and that, but when it gets down to percentages, that's what we're talking about. If 60 million people got the coronavirus, these are the numbers that we'd be looking at. Uh, anywhere from 1.8 to 6 million people potentially, just in the United States alone. So it, while all of this is not uh, pleasant and sucks, for lack of a better word, for everybody on a whole bunch of levels, economically and uh, schooling and, and so many different things, uh, to maybe I heard today that there's a projection in the United States alone of maybe we'll reach a, a place of 200,000 deaths from this uh, pandemic at the moment which is, of course, a huge number, but it's certainly a lot less than 1.8 to 6 million deaths if, if that many people ended up being infected. I saw a video earlier today from a woman in a hospital. She sounded like she was in uh, the UK because she had kind of that accent. I didn't quite get that, but she's also pregnant. She's 39 years old, I think about 26 weeks pregnant, and she talked about how awful this has been. She's fighting hard for herself and her baby. And uh, just feeling awfully sick. She already also has pneumonia. I, I just, this is something that is affecting all ages. Yes, we're seeing numbers of people of uh, older ages uh, dying, and we don't quite know all the exact statistics. Again, I'm a numbers guy, percentages and so on. We don't know all that. But I feel for this woman, I feel for anyone and everyone directly affected by this. I found out on Facebook that a close Facebook friend also uh, contracted the virus and explained some of what that meant as well and what was experienced with all of that. And uh, it does not sound pleasant at all. It, it sounds horrific, to be honest with you. The, the lack of energy and being out of breath and the potential pneumonia and all the other things that go along with this. So we do need to take this seriously, my friends. Sometimes I'm lighthearted. Sometimes we talk about other success principles and stuff. But right now, this is kind of the name of the game and how this is affecting everyone's lives. And it could kind of change the course of uh, how we do things moving forward after this in life in general. I listened to our friend Adam Carolla, who's a big, big podcaster out there, uh, talking about how, you know, a lot of times he brings people into his studio. I think it's in Glendale in Los Angeles area. And uh, they have to come from, you know, Pacific Palisades or across town through L.A. traffic, drive an hour and a half, two hours to get over there. And he's realizing because they're doing their podcast from home and, and kind of just conferencing everybody in. And I'm doing some things with Zoom and stuff. And he's saying, why can't we do more things like this now as a society? Why can't we... Uh, have people in schooling from maybe the rough area of town in a good school. Not that there's not good schools in the rough area of town, but traditionally and stereotypically there aren't where these kids, you know, back in the day they would bus in kids from South Central L.A. to this or that other school and they'd have to sit for 45 minutes to maybe an hour and a half on a bus again in L.A. traffic. Uh, so all these things are things to consider. People who uh, do public speaking for a living, many of them are doing them as online seminars, webinars, and so on now. And uh, there's a convenience factor there, and all the information can all still be conveyed. There is something to be said for convening in a group, you know, with situations like that or church settings. But I'm just th kind of thinking out loud here and kind of regurgitating in my own words some of these things and some of my own thought processes uh, as, as we move forward with this evolving situation. Now, I do want to point out among those 10,000, almost 11,000 dead in Italy so far, uh, 51 doctors, 51 doctors. That's not a, a very huge portion of 10,000 people necessarily, 
but uh, presumably these are people on the front lines who became infected by treating patients. Uh, we need to give gold medals uh, in some form or fashion. Uh, I wish we could just shout up on the rooftops, thank you, thank you, thank you to these first responders uh, in any line of work, whether it's uh, EMT and police and fire or the people on the front lines in the hospitals, the doctors and nurses and uh, other staff, uh, you know, janitorial people, all these people on the front lines in whatever capacity they work. And I want to give my biggest love and shout out to all these people and most positive vibes and energy. We will get through this, my friends. We will get through this. America will come out the other side and the world at large will come out the other side more powerful uh, with greater perspective, gratitude and appreciation both for the things that we did without uh, during this time and for each other. And I know we will get through this, my friends. I believe in you. I'm grateful for you. I want to leave you with these challenges as always. Study, keep studying, stimulate your mind, bring something positive uh, that, that uplifts you each and every day. And if you have children home from school, do the same for and with them. I, again, I have my kids on a, a kind of a daily quota of uh, homework and uh, some exercise and things. And it's not all day. I wish it, it could be. And I just don't have time for that too because I'm working from home <laughs> to a large extent as well. But study, stimulate the mind, and let's foster that with our loved ones and uh, spend time with them as well. I'm hearing good things from people, though, overall with this whole thing going on, that it's it's giving them time, positive time, and interaction with family that they weren't having. And uh, so overall, even though people are joking about people fighting and divorces and stuff, time will tell. But from what I'm hearing and seeing uh, from various sources is that overall, it's been a good thing for everybody. Also, our other challenges, make great moments with our loved ones also. We're talking about stimulating our mind and studying, and that can all kind of be tied together. Make great moments. We talk about all those things mean uh, to a big extent also that is serving each other, loving each other as a verb, action items, uh, surprise each other. I just got my boys some... Uh, LED color changing remote control lights and it's kind of a, a like a light strip my my youngest son wanted to put it around kind of the edge top of his bed he he likes to sleep on this top bunk of a bunk bed he has in his bedroom and so we did that and uh, he's happy as heck sometimes he gets scared at night he's still at that age he's 8 years old uh, you know, sorry if you're embarrassed now or in the future, if you listen to this son, <laughs> but, uh, and my other son got them as well. And he put them up along kind of the, the edge uh, next to the ceiling where the wall meets the ceiling. And, uh, they're ecstatic over little things like that. And that's just something I went out on a limb and did for my boys. And they, they're the ones who brought it to me. And I said, sure, let's go ahead and do that. So anyway, uh, I digress a little bit, but thinking out loud and, uh, last challenge as always, let's keep doing this podcast together. Love you and appreciate you. Flattered that you spend your time with me. Keep your head up. I'm keeping my head up. Go to hope.empowerhumans.com. Connect with our Facebook group. Connect with the uh, memes on there and our podcast links and everything else. And until next time, my friends, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit empowerhumans.com. We'll catch you next time.